Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we're here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that we're just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done. We're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business, and in life, and I'm excited to bring today's guest into our show. Sienna Kopeschke is a three-times multi-six-figure business owner turned business coach, podcast host, and speaker. She is the mom to a one-year-old baby boy and amazingly a military spouse. After having her son, Ezra, she became a stay-at-home mom and opened up a social media management agency that she scaled to $100,000 a month in under nine months. Now, Sienna's working to empower other women to grow and scale their businesses to multi-six and even seven figures. And it's amazing that you are doing that with a one-year-old and the added responsibility of being a military spouse. So kudos to you, and welcome to the show, Sienna. Thank you so much, and thank you just for having me. I'm really excited to be here. (laughs) I'm excited to share you, and I love, first of all, I love sharing coaches. I love sharing new podcast hosts because women need a voice, and we need to be empowering and championing and encouraging each other as we move along on this journey. So I have to ask you, I'm going to go right into your journey and how you managed to navigate creating this business. You're a new mommy. I mean, it's just amazing when you consider women going through the postpartum things that you go through to be able to do this and create and scale a business. Give us your secrets. (laughs) Yeah. So I'll be really honest and transparent. It wasn't easy, right? Like you said, thinking about someone becoming a new mom and taking on that responsibility It was one of the hardest things I've ever gone through in my entire life. When I had my son, I never expected to be a stay-at-home mom. I honestly didn't give it thought, right? Everybody knows there's nine months that a baby has to grow and develop in your body. But for me, my nine months was one of the hardest periods of my entire life. In fact, during my pregnancy, I was diagnosed with a condition called hyperemesis gravidarum. If you're not familiar with what that is, anyone who's listening, it's basically a condition that causes you to vomit all the time. And so I had an extreme form of hyperemesis gravidarum, or HG for short. And so with HG, I was throwing up 120 times a day for nine months straight. I was hospitalized over 13 times. And I weighed only 70 pounds in my entire pregnancy. For me, pregnancy was not glamorous. It was not easy with all of the hospitalizations that I had, as well as just trying to survive. I I couldn't eat. I couldn't drink. I couldn't go to the bathroom. It was impossible to wipe myself um, or bathe on my own. My husband's command actually allowed him to stay home my entire pregnancy, which is extremely unheard of in his field. 
because he was able to stay home with me, he was able to care for me, take me to the bathroom when I needed to go to the bathroom because I couldn't walk. I couldn't do anything. I was numb. And to put it blankly, I had to survive off of somebody else. And so for those nine months, I didn't have an opportunity to think of what happens when this baby is born. The only thing that was on my mind is, am I going to die? And I remember during my pregnancy, I spent a lot of time planning for my death. I remember writing, I have letters, I have it in a a drawer in my bedroom. And it's like a letter for every year that my son is alive. So from first birthday all the way to the 18th birthday, and it's like letters to him. And every letter has a lesson that he's supposed to learn at a specific age. So when he's 16, I have an entire lesson about the birds and the bees, I'll say it in a nice way, and how like you're supposed to protect yourself and all these things, because I didn't think that I was going to be alive to teach him about the birds and the bees. And he has a letter for when he's 18. And graduating high school and all the things and it brings me to tears so I can't even look at the drawer I can't even open it to look at the letters I have no idea he's almost he's gonna be two in two months which I don't even know how that happened and so in my world I haven't figured out if I should shred the letters if I should keep them and show them to him but I wasn't able to plan my next steps and so for me when he was born I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what came next. I wasn't prepared. I didn't have that opportunity to plan like other moms did. And becoming a stay-at-home mom was really challenging because that was never the vision that I saw for my life. I felt like it was thrown on me. And then add that on top of the fact that because I was sick, I was unable to work. I was unable to have a business. I had a business prior to my son, prior to my pregnancy. And my business was thriving. It was successful. And I was making amazing money. And then to lose all of that because I was so sick and it was very scary. I can't even imagine what you had to go through and how you bounced back from this, Sienna, in less than a year to scale a new business. Yeah, it was hard. I remember I took on my first client and it was an accident. I thought I needed to go back to work. And so I started applying for jobs. And I had applied for a job with a wedding planner that is local to where I live right now. And she reviewed my resume and said, you know what, I need to hire someone for social media management, position that you applied for. While you have qualifications, you don't fit. And so I didn't know how to answer her. And so she ended up hiring me as a social media manager. And throughout that time, I decided, started with her that I wanted to actually create my own business. I wanted to work for myself. I wanted to do social media management for other people and not just her. And so came to an agreement that I would be a contractor, which was better for her anyway, because it allowed her rate to go down on how much she was paying me, but it also allowed me to prioritize my newborn child. And so as her social media manager, I had her for a while. She was my only client for a little bit. And then I signed on my second client. And then from there, I just began to take on more and more people. And I will be really, really transparent. In the first six months, I was so stressed out 
because I was trying to take care of this human at home, but I was also making sure that all of my clients' social media calendars were up to date. I was doing it all by myself. And that's when I knew, like, I need to hire. I'm getting burned out. I'm so tired. I can't do this all on my own. No entrepreneur is meant to do this all on their own. And here I was trying to take on all the roles, right? Doing my own bookkeeping, doing all of my clients' social media management, doing my own social media management, reviewing all the analytics, putting together strategies and plans and all these things. And on top of that, I had to do my own sales and my own marketing. And so as these new clients kept coming on and coming on and coming on, I'm like, I'm drowning in work. I never stopped working. There'd be days where I wouldn't go to bed until 3 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, this is not right. Something is wrong. I have no time for my son. Every time my son cries, I'm stressed at him for crying. But really, the truth was, I wasn't stressed at my baby. I was stressed because I was overworking myself. And so then I hired a team. I hired eight people at one time. Don't ever do that. Bad decision. But I hired eight people at one time. <laughs> just be honest. <laughs> Um, I was so overwhelmed. I was like, okay, I just need this person to do this and that person to do this and that person to do that. I had a whole team. And my team was awesome. They were amazing, but they were not me. If you hire a significant amount of people at one time, you don't have the ability to properly train every individual. And they all come with their own unique strengths and weaknesses. And every person deserves, whether you're working in a corporate world or working in your own business or someone else's business, deserve, every person deserves the respect to be able to learn from their boss, the opportunities to be able to get mentorship. And I wasn't in a place where I could provide mentorship because I hired so many people in one setting. And because of that, my team failed and it wasn't their fault. They are all amazing people. But because I was not in a place where I strategically hired out and was able to give them the mentorship, the love, the oversight that they needed and deserved. I could not pour into them the way that they wanted or needed from me. They all failed. And I had to revisit that conversation of how do I get my team into a good position? How can I bring up morale in my company so my clients are not feeling the burnout that I'm experiencing in their work, right? And so having to fix all of that while also taking care of a baby and there would be weeks where my husband was sent away and so I'm home and alone in the state by myself with this child. I have no family around, no friends around. It was challenging, but somehow I made it work. I don't know how, but I did. (laughs) And made it work successfully. You know, I have been a stay-at-home mom and Mm -hmm. I was a single mom. From 1994, I was a stay-at-home mom. I worked when they were with their dad. I started my first home-based business. I always wanted to be a mom at home and and all through. And you know how that is because you're working before they get up. You're working way after they go to bed. But as you build your business, it's the difference of working in your business, which is what you start at, and then you Mm -hmm. get to work on your business as it grows. So for you... What are some of the strategies and ways that women can create income from working from home? I'm going to go into that part of it with you. Yeah. I think first it it really boils down to what is it that you love to do? That's what I always tell people. 
you cannot just start a business because you want to make money. Because if you're in it for the money, you're not going to make any money. It just can't happen both ways, right? You have to start a business based off of what you love doing. If you love refurbishing furniture, then you pick up that furniture and you refurbish it and you put all of your love into it and you learn how to do the marketing. But if you love being a virtual assistant, working on back-end tasks, right, then that is what you do. There, If you go online today, anywhere, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you have it. There are thousands of people who will teach you how to make an income from home. The truth is, is that it works for some because they fall in love with the craft. And sometimes it doesn't work. And so then you have people who are on, on these sites and they're sharing, oh, I did affiliate marketing it and it didn't work for me. Or, oh, I tried the Amazon FBA where they market Amazon products and that didn't work for me. It's because they didn't love what they were doing. They knew that they wanted to stay at home. They wanted to also have an income, which is necessary in today's world for a woman to also have an income on top of other things like staying at home. But the truth is, is that if you don't love money, will never be there. And so my first thing is figure out what you love. Once you've figured out what you love, pour your heart and your soul into what it is that you desire to do. And I promise you, the money will be there. The money will come alongside of it. On that note, please listen to what Sienna just said. You know, rewind that and listen again. We're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back here in just a moment on Word of Mom Radio. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. Unsilenced Voices has been working diligently in Ghana, Sierra Leone, Rwanda, and the USA to combat domestic violence, sexual abuse, and human trafficking. We currently have over 50 young girls on a wait list in Sierra Leone to go through a vocational training program to get them off the streets and out of harm's way. We have gifted over $33,000 to U.S. survivors and are looking for volunteers and donors to help us continue our cause. Please visit us at www.unsilencedvoices.org. Again, unsilencedvoices.org for more information. Are you experiencing insomnia, brain fog, hot flashes, mood swings, and more? These are many of the symptoms women experience on a daily basis affecting the health of their brain and increasing the risk for dementias like Alzheimer's disease down the road. A healthy lifestyle can make a big difference for the health of the brain, but Brain Love Health took it further and created an innovative nutritional supplement, especially for women, to support us through this transitional time while also promoting better sleep and long-term brain health. Don't wait any longer to help your brain age well. Why let it deteriorate? The health of your brain is in your hands. To begin protecting it today, visit brainlovehealth.com. That's B-R-A-I-N-L-O-V-E-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Don't let the name fool you. Stadiumbags.com is not just 
for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely. So check out stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice, because safety, it's in the bag. And we're back on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Sienna Kapeshki, and I love what you just said, because it's really true. I've said it to people when I coach, when I give advice, when people ask me, if you don't love what you do as an entrepreneur, a mompreneur, a work-at-home mom, whatever, Go get a job because if you don't love your own business, forget it. You have to love what you do because then the hard work, yes, it's going to be hard work. Of course it is. But, you know, there's the reward at the end. You have to love what you do. So I have to ask, what is the why behind you then becoming a business coach on top of social media management and everything, Sienna? Yeah, I skilled my business really quickly, and I love the fact that I did that, but something inside of me knew that there was more to life. I love being able to help other people understand social media, but the truth is is that deep down, my heart is based off of strategy. I started to notice that some of my clients, while their social media presence was growing, their businesses were not And you cannot have a business unless you are generating sales. And because of that, I started to understand and started to study, what does it actually take to generate sales through social media? And a lot of my clients were not willing to put in that level of work because as a social media manager, you can only do so much for your client. Your client has to then take that and turn it into sales. Sales cannot just be generated out of pretty pieces of content. I think that's such a huge misconception that a lot of people have is that if I hire a social media manager, I'm going to automatically make sales. But that is just not the case. It's not true. If you hire a social media manager, it is going to aid in your marketing, and your marketing should aid in your sales tactics, but one does not equal the other. And so for me, once I started to understand sales and I started to say, okay, I want my clients to have a return on investment. I want my clients to know that if they pay me $1,500 a month, that they are going to make $2,500 a month, right? $1,000 more. And so I started to lay out strategies. Okay, how exactly is this piece of content going to help this client convert to sales? What specifically is it that they need to say in their stories? What do they need to be saying when they are talking to people in the DMs? How do they need to be reaching out to their potential client to get them onto sales calls? Or if you don't take sales calls, because I do not take sales calls now as a business coach, Um, all of my clients come from DM sales, so Instagram DMs. And so however it is that sales happens in your world, right, we have to be able to make that correlation. And I knew as a social media manager, I could not do that. And my clients were mostly moms. And I was tired of seeing them struggle to make that correlation on their own, and therefore I became a business coach because I want women, especially women, so I apologize if there's any men listening to this, but especially women, I believe that women should be the forefront of sales in 2023 or in the future, right? 
women deserve to make just as much, if not more money than men. Women deserve to have high-paying clients. Women deserve to be seen as equal in society. And I will not allow any one of my clients to walk into my world and not see a return on investment in what they are hiring me for. So that is why I became a business coach, because any person that hires me is going to say, okay, I've hired Sienna. This is how much I'm paying her every single month. But I know out of this that this is exactly what I'm going to be able to generate, and this is how I'm going to be able to generate it. And that is what lights me up. When my clients are able to go, I just made $5,000 for the month when two months ago they were stuck at $1,000 a month in their business. Now they've made a $4,000 jump in their business. Now they can pay their bills. They can take their children to amusement parks in the middle of the summer without ever having to worry, can I afford this? They can buy land if they want to buy land. They can decide to homeschool if they want to homeschool. These are options that a lot of moms in the past have not been able to make. If I think about my own mother, she always tells me, you're so lucky you get to stay at home with your kid and make money. I said, no, I'm not lucky. I worked really hard for this. But on top of that, I also understand something. Where she is in her life, especially because my mother is an immigrant, I'm a first-generation American, with that being said, where she is in her generational status, as well as the fact that she is not from the States, she didn't have the same opportunities. And so many women in her generation did not have the same opportunities. And so it is my responsibility to ensure that the women of my generation understand what opportunities are available to them, but are able to actually make those opportunities into a reality. I have to ask, because you mentioned Instagram DMs, what kind of strategies do you use to land clients through Instagram? Yeah, that's a big one. So the number one thing that I do is I really make sure that I get to know all of my followers. Every single person who follows me has had a conversation with me at one point or another, whether it's a small conversation or a large conversation. I prioritize getting to know my people. Because when you don't know who's following you, you don't understand them, you cannot provide a service to those individuals. And so because people know me, they trust me, they like me, right, they are able to connect with me in the DMs without ever hopping on a sales call. I I, I actually talked about this the other day in um, on an Instagram reel. I have sold a $20,000 package in the DMs, and I never even met this person before. And for a lot of people, they think that that is extremely strange. How does that happen? <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a strategy that I teach. The, the first component of the strategy is you have to hone in on your messaging. No one is going to buy from you if you just say something like, I'm a social media manager. If you need social media management services, click this link, let's schedule a call or whatever, right? But here's what people want. They want to be able to picture where hiring you is going to take them. So if you are on Instagram, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, it doesn't matter whichever platform you choose to do your marketing, people need to be able to see that picture. So for example, one of my clients is an OBM. So she's an online business manager and she helps um, six-figure business owners set up systems in their business to help them scale higher, right? And so she was posting, she came to me last month, so we're one month into our contract. She came to me last month and she said, Sienna, I'm not making any sales. I don't know what's wrong. Nobody is engaging with my content. No one is liking my content. I don't know how to get to my audience. And I said, okay, 
let me review your content. Let me review what you're saying. And so I started to review her messaging, especially in her stories. And one of the biggest things that she was saying was, if you want someone to free up your time, then click here and let's have a conversation. And I said to her, I said, six-figure entrepreneurs are not so much worried about freeing up their time as much as they are scaling, right? Because at this point of the game, you have already freed up time. Otherwise, you wouldn't have made it to six figures. You are focused on scaling your business to multi-six figures and even seven figures and potentially eight figures later on in life. So we need to talk to people with where they are. If you want to chat with beginners, chat with beginners and tell them that they need to free up time. But if you want to attract six and seven figure entrepreneurs, then you have to speak to them at where they are. And so we crafted a message that said, um, what did it say? It said something along the lines of, I know you really want to be sipping your margarita at the poolside without having to ever lift a finger to send your invoice and contract when a new client decides they want to sign up with you. And that is the power of investing in me as your OBM, right? And that one message, because of the fact that she was speaking to people where they are, six and seven figure entrepreneurs, if we think about them, they want to scale. They want to scale, but they also don't want to be as heavily invested in their businesses, right? They want to be able to go to the beach because it's summer, so we craft this summer-themed message. They want to be able to go to the beach or go to the pool and not have to worry about, hey, so-and-so wants to sign my contract. Let me go on my computer in the middle of my pool beach vacation and submit this contract to them so they can sign it, make sure it's signed, then submit an invoice. Nobody's doing that. No six-figure entrepreneur is doing that. What they want is to not have to lift a finger and enjoy their vacation. So that is what we crafted on. And so if you're listening to this and you have a business and you want people to be able to resonate with you through social media, you need to talk to people exactly where they are. That is step number one. The second part of this, and I know this is long-winded, but the second part of this is going to be you need to sell every day. You cannot have a business if you are not selling. And when I say every day, I'm not talking about Saturdays and Sundays because I do not sell on Saturdays and Sundays. When I say every day, I'm talking about Monday through Friday, five days a week minimum. Get in your Instagram stories. Tell people why they should hire you. Tell people what the benefit of hiring you even is. And on top of that, get people to get to know you. Don't just talk about your business. Nobody in 2023 is buying from a business if they do not have a connection with the person on the other side of the screen. No person on earth. I am not buying from you if you just tell me, hey, Sienna, I have X amount of reviews and they're all beautiful and amazing. I'm not going to buy from you. What I am going to buy from is do I know you? Do I know how old your kids are, right? Like I don't share my son's name on social media. I'm very specific about that regardless of how I've crafted my business. I don't share his name. I don't share his face. But I do talk about his age sometimes. I do talk about the things that I do with him. I actually call him Giovanni. If you ever watch my Instagram stories, that's not his real name. Um, I call him Giovanni on Instagram because I still want my followers to know I have a one-year-old child, right? He's going to be two. I'm really sad about it. I'm a mom. Like, I've been crying. It is what it is. I don't understand. But that is the power of people getting to know me, understanding my life. They know my husband's in the military. They see some of the things that we do, right? I'm not just on my stories to talk about my business. I'm on my stories to share my life with people. And because of that, 
And because of the messaging and because I'm having conversations in the DMs that are not geared to, hey, buy into my coaching program, buy into my coaching program, right? I'm getting to know the person on the other side of the screen. People trust me. They never have to actually meet me. They never have to hop on a call. They never have to hear my voice. And they're like messaging me and saying, Sienna, I'm all in. How much is it? And if I say it's $20,000, the person on the other side of the screen isn't going to hesitate because they feel like they know me because they do, just in a different way. We say it all the time here. People in today's world buy from those they know, like, and trust, especially when it comes to coaching and social media management, because when you are bringing somebody in to manage your social media, they need to know your voice. They need to know your message, not taking your message and making it theirs. And that's a highly marketable skill because people think that social media management is really simple and it isn't. It is about scaling. It is about attracting the audience that you are looking to attract. And it always cracks me up. Oh, well, I have so many followers. I was like you. I started, I beta tested Twitter. That's how long I'm at this. Okay, and the 5,000 followers, I knew every single one of them. As each one of them came in, this is how Word of Mom Radio started, talking to women on Twitter and wanting to give us all a voice and things like that. The conversation moved to Facebook so I could go from 124 to an actual conversation, things like that, long before Instagram and TikTok and all of these other things. But that's what it's about. And It is all about connecting to your audience and to the people that you are working with. So as we're wrapping up, what's the number one piece of advice you want to say to that mom that's listening and looking to make some extra money from home and how can everybody reach out to you? Yeah, so that's a great question. So the first layer of that is if you are looking to make or create a business from home, I want to just challenge you to find yourself again. I know as moms, it is so easy to get lost in the motherhood aspect of things, right? I'm a new mom. I get it. We get so wrapped up in what does our child need? How can I be a better mom today? And I want to tell you this. If you are already asking yourself, how can I be a better mom today? I promise you, you are an amazing mama. You don't need anything else. And on top of that, I don't want you to end up in this cycle of, I don't know who I am anymore after I have my child. Spend some time, even if it's one hour a week, I do this when I, (laughs) I bought a car, I bought a Tesla so I could charge away from home. And (laughs) it's really silly, but it gave me my one hour a week. So every Sunday I would drive 10 minutes to the charging station. I would plug my car up. And I would sit in the car, and it was an hour of bliss and me reading a book, and I was able to discover myself again. It may not be that extreme for you buying a a brand new car, right? But find something that you can do, even if it's one hour a week, and do it just by yourself, if that's going out to breakfast or whatever. And through those moments, I promise you, your intuition is going to kick in, and you are going to understand what you need to do to pivot. Do something you love, like I said in the beginning of this episode, because if you do anything for the money, the money will never come. But if you do it for the love, the money will come and it will follow behind and you will be a happier, better version of yourself because of it. So that is my advice. 
And then the second layer of that is if you are looking to connect with me or you are interested in learning how to start an online service-based business, if that is your passion, again, I stress that. If that is your passion, I do have an online course that teaches how to, from start to finish, create an online service-based business to help you reach $5,000 months. And so you could just reach out to me on Instagram. I'm very responsive on Instagram, whether you have a business, you don't have a business, you just want to connect. My name on Instagram is Sienna Kopischke. I'm sure that will be the show notes because Kopischke is hard to pronounce and And I would love to connect with anyone who just wants to get to know me, and I would love to just get to know you a lot better, too. Sienna, I just want to thank you for taking the time to share what you're doing. All of Sienna's links are going to be live in the show notes. I'll make sure that there's a link to her course there as well. I really recommend that you reach out, get to know her. There's lots for us to be sharing and teaching each other. So it's a wonderful thing what you're doing. So I thank you very much for taking time away from that sweet little boy of yours to come and share your journey with us. So thank you again. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And for all of you tuning in, thank you so much for being here with us today. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is